moment. moment. Of clarity. Of clarity. What's happening, my people? It's your man, Stefan G. And you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. I love your energy today. I love Moment your energy. Moment of Clarity. Look and at you. Oh, my God. Listen, I got a reason to be energetic. I got a reason to be pumped up. Okay. okay. I got an answer. Look at Jesus. Exactly. On time, Listen, God. You don't even know. Yes, Last night. Is. Last night I was left, right, left, right, left, uh, right, uh, left. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it was beautiful, and I'm excited because my man today's Mike's on the clock today. Mike, Mike, Pastor oh, Mike. Oh, should I get like a couch and yes. lay down? And you do need to lay down on the couch. <laughs> today is your day, my friend. Uh, I know waiting. everyone's I've very excited waiting. about I this. I have wet Tina. I know she's missing it. <sighs> she is missing the day. She's waited for this day. We have been so. Just patiently, yes. Waiting. Mm-hmm. Hi, Pastor Mike. Hello. Hey. So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is having a fantastic life. Um, and even if you don't think you are, trust me, you are having a fantastic life. And so on today's show, we are talking about why does God have me where I am right now? And this was Mike's idea. Mm-hmm. And when Mike first suggested this show. I about lost it because my facial expression is still the same. <laughs> <laughs> Not only because, you know, it'll be interesting to dig into the, the the depth of what Mike was thinking in this topic, but because it is so prevalent in the life of almost everybody I know right now. Pleading the fifth. You, it's too late. I, you already mm, just by ple- you know how it is when you plead the fifth. That's an admission of guilt. But this up, I'm pleading. <laughs> I'm pleading though. I'm pleading. I'm before the throne right now. I'm pleading. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be talking about why does God have me where I am right now? I think that, well, I don't even think, I know that's a question that almost every believer goes through at least four or five times in life. I was going to say at least once, but it's, everybody goes through it more than once. Only four or five times? Well, a minimum of four or five times. Yearly, annually, you get out about this time every year? Listen, Mm -hmm. I don't need you rubbing that off on me. I'm going to need you to keep that. Uh -uh. (laughs) For real, G, are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why am I here right now? Listen, that could be a sign that you're not listening. Hey, like I said, I'm you gotta go through it every year. If you gotta go through it every year, you might not be listening. Well, it's not always every year in the same place, though. It's, okay, you know, you can relationship mm-hmm. one year, finance another year. Okay, you know, you got different nah, aspects you need, of your life. You need to stay over there. Yeah, just <laughs> but so, Mike, what made you? What made this be a topic that you wanted to discuss? Well, I mean, a lot of it has to do with career stuff. Um, I've been basically where I'm at. I mean, I moved up in the company I'm at, but I've been in this company now for nine years to become mm-hmm. my internship. Right. And I guess I expected to be a little bit further along maybe, but th- there are times I, I honestly think about quitting that I honestly want to know why am I still here? Cause I'm not making the money I feel like I should be making. I'm not doing exactly what I want to do yet. And I'm not always happy with being here. And, but there's still a part of me that feels like 
he, I'm supposed to be here. And I want to know why. <laughs> so let me ask you the easy question. Okay. Can you see the fruit of you being here? Can I see? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. Easy. Oh my God. <laughs> well, it was, that was easy, it was for, easy for me to come up with. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant when I said easy. <laughs> Can I see the fruit of me being here? That's a great question. Um, yes, in some cases. I'm actually really glad you asked that because that, that's causing me to think and focus if there is some real fruit to me being here. Right. I think in some ways there has been. It's given me a perspective on and knowledge about things that I definitely did not know about before I was here. Um, I would not have met my girlfriend if I wasn't here. Hey, <laughs> that's a good that's, reason right there. Yeah. So, um, but it's just, you know, I'm about to turn 33 next week, Friday. Well, I know the show's not going to be the same day the 26 i turned 33 and you know i'm getting to a point where i'd like to get married raise a family um and i'm still be further along in my career but i'm still not making the money i wish i was making i'm still wondering if if to get there i need to make some big changes in my life or if i just need to be more patient even though i've been pretty patient so well, one thing I'm going to ask when you were talking about the fruits of it, the things that you've seen. Yeah. All of those fruits are, were as it pertained to you. Have you I mean, seen that I didn't, fruit? I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> Have you seen fruit that has been productive for others? Because that's kind of where God stays in his zone. It's a balance, yes, but his fruit typically is towards someone else. Well, I'll say this. I work in radio, and it's very difficult, actually, just by the way the medium works, to see the fruit that you make on others. No. No? No. Okay. No. I'm going to let you continue. I'm sorry I interrupted. Please he, he forgive did. me. He Please did. forgive and me. You saw it, I was what like, I mean is immediately it's hard. Because while you're on the microphone, you're not seeing the reaction. That is true. That you're getting. What I was going to say is I'll have people later tell me, the impact I have on them. There you go. So that's why I said no. Yeah. yeah so so <laughs> so when I think I'm not doing any good, I will randomly run into people that tell me how much of an impact I have on them, and that is like, okay, well, it's good to know. Like you, you when you're in radio at the time, you you don't get a reaction because you're just talking to a microphone. You don't have an audience. You don't see your audience. Let me ask you this question. Why are you here? Why am I here? Yes. I think that's what you're supposed to be. Well, no. What is your purpose? Like, the reason you've decided to be here is to do or get or become what? Um, personally, I always felt like I was supposed to be a voice of reason in a crazy world, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That's why we named your show what we named it. Yeah. Yeah. And... I was always that to my friends and family a lot of times, but I see the world sometimes and I'm like, gosh, it's just crazy. And sometimes I feel like there's people that are just looking for a calm voice of reason throughout the craziness. And I wanted to be the one that they would go to. They would turn on the radio and it's like, man, I just need a voice of reason on something. 
Now. And they would come to me. You walked into something, Pastor Mike. <laughs> now, sure. is is that why you want to be here? Is that why I want to be here? Right. Is that is is the reason that you want to be where you are in your life right now, which is, is career-wise. Mm-hmm. You stepped into this career to become a voice of reason? Um, partly. I guess part of it is just because I enjoyed it, too. Okay. You know. So you want to be a voice of reason. You enjoyed doing it. What else? Um, huh. So let's see. That's a good question. This is why we had to do this show. Because there's one thing I haven't heard. Which was to make money. If you didn't come here to make money. I was like, oh, you walked into something, Pastor Mike. If you didn't come here to make money, then why are you looking to this place to be the place you make money? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I did. It's the easy, you know what I mean? Well, there was a part of me that thought in the long run there would be an opportunity to make money. I knew I wasn't going to make money immediately, but I knew there was an opportunity to make a lot of money in the future. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, part of it, but you're right. It wasn't money was not my first. Cause I was making more money at the job I had before and I could have stayed there gone full time. I'd probably be making good money right now, but I would have been miserable because I wasn't give. I wasn't using the gifts that God gave me. I, I wasn't using what I felt like I was good at. And I'd feel like, I, I can't live a purpose where my purpose is just to make money. But is being a voice of reason your purpose or is it what you're good at? Well, that's a good question. That is a good question. Because I'm not sure. I got hit with that question myself from somebody I know that's just going to sit over there. <laughs> and that's what I question. I sometimes wonder, maybe this, maybe I've convinced myself that that was my purpose. And maybe it's not. That's that's a very yeah. It's a very pl- that's a very place to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very place to be. And spend some time there. Yeah, spend- well, I have, but yeah, I need to spend more. You're right. Yeah, spend some real. I'm about to say focused time. Yeah, there. real focused, real introspective time there, where you're not only asking that question of yourself, but you're asking that question of God. Yeah, because ultimately He has the answer, and He. Although he may not tell you the answer, he can lead you to a place where you'll discover the answer on your own. Kind of like we were talking about a therapist earlier, you know, mm-hmm. therapists yeah. don't necessarily aren't necessarily supposed to tell you this is what's wrong with you. and This is how you fix it. But they're supposed to lead you on a journey that helps you discover what's wrong yeah. so that you can then desire to have whatever else. Um, but the that first piece of is this your purpose or is this just what you're good at? Mm-hmm. Is a very important one, and I'm not even sure I'm that good at it. <laughs> so that's I, different, though. I that's like, a whole different thing. Yeah, I know. I think you are personally. Yeah. You you balance us greatly. And, and, and the reason that when we first sat down to come up with your show, mm-hmm. the reason that that was the first thing that came to my mind is because that's who you are. You are a voice of reason in a world that's beyond reason. Mm-hmm. That's who you are, and not only. Are you that on the radio? You're that in life. You ask those questions. We were just talking a minute ago about the whole Russia thing. And you were talking about how the thing that fascinates you the most is not the news, but how people respond to the news. Yeah. And your desire is to communicate in their response, not to communicate the news to them. You hate communicating the news. You want to talk to them about their response to it. That's being a voice of reason. That's Mm -hmm. what that is. 
You know? Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, like I said, the way my career is now, I don't really get to do that as much as I want to. So that's why I asked, is this where I'm supposed to be? I came here because this was the place to have the opportunity in the future to do that. Right. But how long do I wait? Because right now it seems like I get so much pressure from different angles to not do that. Who are you depending on to allow you to be that person? Good question. I actually don't understand the question. (laughs) Are you depending on the people who run this building to allow you to be that person? Or are you focused on asking God about being that person to provide avenues for you to be that person, to provide opportunities and spaces where you can be that person? Or are you depending on the people that run this building who are in high amounts of debt (laughs) (laughs) to allow you to be that person? Well, yeah, and I need to go back to asking God more instead of, because you're right, I do sometimes allow the people in this building instead of just asking God. But I mean, I do. I ask God, I'm like, okay, if this is really what you want me to do, give me the opportunity to do it. How do I do that? Do you feel like this is the only place that you can do that? Um, I no, but I don't know what the other places are. Yes, you do. Let me ask another. Let me ask a better. He knows a couple. I was gonna say. Let me ask a better question. Do you feel like this is the only avenue to get you to the places to do that? Um. Honestly, I do at the moment. Unfortunately. Oh, don't look at him like that, Joy. (laughs) Not that I don't believe other avenues. It's just I know I look for other avenues. Right. I just don't see them. So, not necessarily that don't. (laughs) Mike. I was just wondering if there are any platforms that Pastor Mike has utilized to be a voice of reason in the infamously crazy world of Christianity. Um, I have in the past. They a lot of times didn't go well. <laughs> That's okay. I've That's thought kind of part of being the, the voice it, of reason. reason. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> That's a good point. No one likes reason. It um I've never thought that my voice of reasonness, if that's a way you can put it, was limited to the Christian world. No. It's not limited it's to not. the Christian world at all. And but it's, it is anchored in it. Yeah. It is anchored. So I in was it. looking for an avenue where I could not be limited and I thought radio was the way to do that and it can be for some but to get to that point is the tough part wait hold on syndicated define that point what do you mean good question what's the destination that you have in your head that you have not communicated to us uh the destination would be to be in control of my own product completely 100 percent. wait you've been that what do you mean in your show you have been in control of your own product completely 100 percent. but it's but also to a point where it reaches and it hasn't really reached so which one is the destination to be in control of the product is the destination or large reach is the destination um well, that's a good point. I guess the destination would be the large reach. Why? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe part of that is so I could, well, I guess the main reason is so, and this goes back to money and maybe it shouldn't, but I've never felt I could really be in total control of the product because I don't have the financial stability to do it the way I would want to, if that makes sense. It does when you add the way I would want to on the end of it. It what makes total sense then. Man, Pastor Mike. What do you so, mean? Because you have the ability to do it, but you might not have the ability to do it the way you would want to. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the question then becomes. Because I would love to be able to focus on my own show. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly difficult to do when you're still working a full-time job, two jobs at another place. And you right. don't have the money to really and the time to put into that show. You know, it's interesting. I know someone who runs a audio solutions provider. I know an audio solutions provider. We just, I just met up with him this past Thursday. Really? Who might be able to help you with some of that issue. Okay. Yeah. How? I know this is kind of off topic, but. By providing you with a resource that can take some of the busy work away. The, oh, of the actual. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is true because a lot of what I do, I'm doing the busy work too. Because the people that are very successful in this career, I know that they're not doing the busy work. No, they're not. They're able to focus on just doing the show and right. being being that thought leader. Mm-hmm. And they have the time to do that because they don't have to do all the other stuff. Right. I don't have the resources to not do the other stuff. Like yeah, you said. I'm going to ask you though, how hard have you looked for the resources? Yeah. Well, that's a good point. So coming back around to this bigger, more predominant question, I'm going to ask you something that I found myself asking people a lot over the past couple of months. Yeah. And so I need you to really kind of look inside to see the answer, find the answer, discover the answer. Not, and I don't want you to think about what the answer used to be, but right now, what do you want? What do I want? Um, hmm. Well, I mean, thought that's kind of what we were talking about. <laughs> we were asking why you're where you are now. Yeah. Right. But is we, this, nobody, you won't is, be able to get to wherever that place is until you define what that place is. What do you want? What do I want? I want my show to be successful enough where that's mine. That is my career. Define successful enough. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good point. Maybe I haven't done that. Define successful. You mean like specifically? Mm-hmm. How yeah. many, exactly how many people it should well, reach? I mean, how much money I, do you need to make? Yeah, yeah. Not, I know you can't say I want to reach a million and two, but you know, what, what Some does type successful of, Yeah, what does like? it look like? Well, literally, you talk about how much money I want to make. That's a good question because that it feels selfish to put dollar amounts on it. Maybe I've been afraid to do that, but maybe I should. You know, you at should. least forty thousand a year or something like that from it. Would that sustain all of the? So when you as you're doing that, would that sustain all of your other desires of wanting to get married, raise a family? And all of that because you have to figure in all of the other yeah. things you want to do with life as you're putting a dollar figure on yeah, not just what the you things need to that's, sustain. Not just the thing that's going to, you know, 
keep you eating every day. Yeah. All of those pieces. And that's a thing that's true. And that's part been part of my struggle because I want to do other, those other things. And I don't, I guess I don't know exactly how much would be enough. Maybe so I, I need to figure that out. I have another question though. Yes. So if you believe being a voice of reason is your purpose mm-hmm. and you've encapsulated what you want as your show being big enough, successful enough to where it's your career, then is your purpose to be successful? Oh, hmm. Maybe that was my purpose for too long. Just to be successful rather than to my purpose to be the voice of reason. Is what is that what you're saying? Or? Yeah, because if the purpose is to be the voice of reason, then I hate to be the person that has to point it out to you. I think I've done it before, but you are oh, being voice. that. Exactly. You are walking in your purpose fully, even if it's only when you and I bump heads and yeah. meet in the hallway and you, you know, walk me through something. You're being the voice of reason in that space, even if it's when. And I'll just use me for an example because we talk all the time. Even if it's when you and I are talking about something and you say something, I'm like, dang it, Mike, why you got to tear everything down and make me think about the truth? I don't want to think about the truth (laughs) right now. I want to be in this space. But that's you being in your purpose. Yeah. So if your purpose is to be that, you're currently being that. Gotcha. The question then becomes, how do I make money? Which can be a totally separate question than your purpose. Exactly. Right. Well, in that. And then if you desire to merge the two, then the question is, how do I merge the two? I guess that's the question. I desire to merge the two. Does God desire you to merge the two? I thought he did, but maybe he doesn't. Because mine was very, very challenging to pull apart my purpose from how I make money. Yeah. And this and, is something we've talked about before on other subjects. But it wasn't, you, until, it wasn't until I got to the place where I could pull apart I, that, I, that I said, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to force my purpose to be in the same space as where I make money. My purpose is I have a skill in my purpose, but my skill set is something totally different. And my skill set is what's making me money. But my purpose is ministering to women. Yeah. And it wasn't until I said, okay, I get it, that now all of a sudden complete or strangers are asking me to mentor their young adult females. I'm going to need you to look this direction so well, you can I'm, see my I'm face. Why? I need I'm you not, to look right I'm this way. I see you trying to I'm look the other at, direction. I'm, I'm looking at Pastor Mike. Uh-huh. I'm talking to Pastor Mike. I'm <laughs> yes, not going to look at yes, you. Yes, you are. Okay. Stephon Gillum. Yes. But literally, and in that place, then my skill set became be, begun to become more successful. And my purpose has become more successful. And my purpose is probably at this point, I'm not even looking at my purpose making me money. It might. Yeah. Okay, great. If it does, great. If it doesn't, and that's I'm something I thought about too. It will make her money. Whatever. I'm not even trying. Over here, well, my and that's something I've thought about too. Should I separate the two? I mean, literally, this is something I've thought about. Because here's the thing to be honest with you, Mike, listen, um, I don't listen, know. Linda. Yes, Linda. 
listen, <laughs> I don't know where you've been or who you think I am, but if your objective is to be a voice of reason in a world that is beyond reason, we've got all kinds of opportunities, resources, and technical assets around us that allow you to be that on a regular basis as, as much as you want to be and develop the type of reach that you're looking to develop. It's going to cause a lot of work. It's going to cause you to lose more sleep. It's going <laughs> to cause less yeah. Netflix. It's going to cause you to be outrageously busy. Trust me, I understand that space. I'm in that space right now where I am outrageously busy because I am in the process of becoming who I am, mm-hmm. right? Um, and not even becoming, like I've become, I'm in the process of doing who I am. And, but you're not at a deficit in those resources or, or abilities. And not only that, I know for me personally, I'm meeting more people every day that can help you be that. Right. You know? And And, so I I did want to say, I wanted to be more specific when I talk about being a voice of reason, you you know, you're kind of saying anecdotally, personally in people's lives, like, you know, you meet people and you're a voice of reason to them and they're, I'm not sure if that's what I meant. Not that I can't be that, but I meant like in the culture as a whole, if that makes sense. To me, that points more back to the success part though. Yeah. Or does it? I should ask and not assume. And maybe in, I've thought about that. Am I just wanting to be successful and famous or something? You know, I don't think fame is your thing. Not really. But it may be success. Yeah. I can't see fame in, in Mike. No. Yeah. That's not. You're not a hunter for fame. So have you considered areas that policy? Have you considered being um, an aide to someone? I'm sorry. I got something stuck here. I need to. There's no water around me. The reason why Stefan is clearing his throat is there has been. Okay. There's always been a couple different directions that other people say I should go. And both of those directions you have done today, today on the I'm show. I'm just saying. <laughs> One is I should be a pastor. Been told that for years. Pastoral. You, you don't have to be the, but okay. Mm-hmm. You know. At all. But anyway, yeah, okay, you were okay. saying pastor. The pastor other and... direction is what you just said, even though you didn't really say it, but you kind of went in that direction, is I should run for office. And or you, be in that arena somewhere. Be in somewhere. that arena, yeah. Cut your teeth on being an aide. Cut your teeth on right. being in the room to be the person that they talk to to do the personal person thing of voice of reason to that person. Yeah, like when somebody wants you to help them run their campaign. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> you want me to run your campaign now? Nope. No. No. Oh, <laughs> no. oh no. second great one, Mike. That was oh, a that sucker was punch. <laughs> That was a sucker punch. No. Right, hook. <laughs> I don't know anybody who wants me to run their, or you want someone to run my campaign. I've known people who have considered you running their campaign or helping to run their campaign. Now, they weren't the greatest person, nor would I have advised you to get in with them on oh, their campaign. T- I know but you're talking stuttering, about. Right. Gillow. But, but here's there the- are <laughs> people who have. <laughs> keep stuttering. I just want him to keep See, stuttering. See, this is frustrating to me because. If I went in that direction, I know where that would lead. It would lead to forget this. I'm doing it on my own. Well, Maybe what's it's not so supposed... wrong with that? I don't know. Hmm. Well, it gets to the I point where. I think you know. He does. I think you know why you don't want to go down that road. Why? I don't. I'm asking you. Why don't you want to go down that path of forget this? I'm doing it on my own. Because I'm scared. Yes. 
So we're going to take a break. <laughs> On dun, that note. Dun, dun. <laughs> On that development, we are going to take a break. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to talk about being stuck and how fear keeps us there. And what do we do about it? Yeah. (laughs) Moment of Clarity, Stephon G. We'll be right back. Yeah. All I really want to do is serve God. On the same block, trap and serve hard. I don't find purpose trying to serve art, so I won't compromise for a purple heart. 36 years young, like a red fox, refusing to pay. Want to never miss an episode of Moment of Clarity? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or tune in. I need you to know Jesus is real. You're just bubbly over there. I'm in just like, you over here bubbling and, and just. He is real in my life. All Moment of Clarity. Day. Stefan G, we back. Um, I, since I'm going to be the voice of reason, I just have to say I hate the term he's real in my life <laughs> because he's just real, period. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. And when you qualify it in my life, that means other people can say, well, he's not real in my life. And it's like, no, he's there. <laughs> Sorry. See, Jesus see, is random. real. I know. Oh, uh, here she go. Hey. No, Joy, for the past two he's weeks. <laughs> She's been okay. in that mode. Hey, I got a song, a hymn, or something for you. Say it. Yes. So we're talking about why does God have me where I am right now. And I think Mike's almost ready to get up off the couch. Um, But we've been specifically speaking to Mike about why he feels like he's in the place that he's in. Mike can't come off the couch until I see one teardrop fall. He's got to drop a tear. Just one. I, I don't know. Every time not, I'm on the couch, that. I have to. I'm I don't do it in public. Crying. I'm sorry. He doesn't. He doesn't really drop tears. I do, <sighs> just not in public. Yeah, Who and that's part Z? of my not fame seeking. I don't like to have too much attention on myself. Vizine water. Something. Listen, she said you got to fake it. <laughs> <laughs> she said you need to get a little misty, hyperventilate a little something. something Pinch yourself. That's you what you need to do. want to see me cry, show me like a video of a puppy being rescued, and then that just. <laughs> <laughs> that almost does it to me. <laughs> so you mentioned that the reason you have not done some of these things is out of fear. What, yeah. what, is, what are you afraid of? Oh, lots of things, unfortunately. I'm afraid of failure. I mean, that's obvious, but not, I mean, I'm afraid of that, but that's not the biggest thing. I'm afraid of being wrong. I doubt myself. Ooh, that's a good one. Am I, I, um, I share that one in many spaces in my yeah. life. What if I'm not right? But here, okay, so. Let him continue. Yes. Well, and then we'd have to get a little more specific on different goals. I could go to tell you specifically what I'm afraid of. For instance, there are things that I've said that a Christian should say, but if I went into the realm of politics, might destroy me in today's culture, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Balance in the realm of politics. What do you mean? You can not say, say. It doesn't matter if I don't say now. I've said it in the past. Bruh. Do you know who our president is? Come on. But that's a good point, too. Are you worried about something you You said? said? I was saying, I thought you were talking about in the moment of the campaign. This is a good point. This is a good point. Yeah. Like, 
I think that ship is gone for but a he, long time. But the, the thing with him is he doesn't care. Or he does. I mean, he does to a certain extent, but he can say things and not without, you know, I can't, I guess maybe I care what other people think sometimes. Maybe I should. I think it's okay to care what other people think. I think you may have to be careful of about, I think you may have to be cautious of allowing that care to direct what you do. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. okay. Cause I think I'm not one of those people who's like, I shouldn't care what people think about me. No, I think you should care what people yeah. think about you. Cause I think it helps. It helps to regulate us a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. I agree. But it doesn't mean that it has to absolutely direct what we do or don't do. Right. As long as we stay and attempt to stay in a place of self-awareness and self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, not consistently, of course, but over the long run. I mean, the biggest the biggest fear I have is I feel like I'm not either I'm not smart enough or not good enough or honestly, is an insecurity. So, so let me ask you this question. What if you're not smart enough and you're not good enough? I was about to say, I don't recall Jesus being any of those. Well, Jesus was God, so. But, <laughs> but when he was walking around here, <laughs> he, he God, was sorry. just Jesus. He was just Joseph and Mary's boy. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And that, you know, that hasn't, that doesn't stop everyone. It's like not going to stop the, right. the, the, the fear of but, good enough. It doesn't take away the fear. <laughs> Knowing that for some reason doesn't take away the fear. But let's answer the question, though. What if you're not good enough? First of all, good enough for what? And whom? Um, okay, let's say I did run for office. Okay. I'm not sure I would know how to either, either run a campaign or I would know smart enough to make specific policies or say the right things. None of them do. Yeah, that's why I, they have a whole yeah. staff and team. Yeah, well, and that's thing. I I don't know how to find a staff. I don't know so how you, to find. So you want to know everything first before you do anything. Unfortunately, yes, that's how I am. <laughs> so you have. So you have. That's and that maybe comes from the fear. Control issues. Control issues. Oh yeah, I definitely have control issues. So control concerns because we don't want to use the word issues. We're, we're being <laughs> not in the therapy session. We can't use the word issues in a therapy no. session. <laughs> what have you been doing about them? Uh, not enough. I guess not. I don't. I mean, okay. I won't say that because I do talk to some people and I'll ask questions and they don't really know why I'm asking the questions, but just to try to find out how exactly things work that I don't know. So you're trying but to find it's very answers surface. instead of working on the fact that you have you worked on being comfortable with not having control. Um, well, let me put it this way. It's not that I want to be in complete control, but I have to find I can give up control if I trust the people around me. And, you know, this is something that Stefan has dealt with, too. It's hard to trust the people around you sometimes. Um. But that's where that word comes in that you just used. Trust. Yeah. We're yeah, going to get the acronym. I'm going to do the acronym. I promise you I'm going to get that together. <laughs> that's where the word comes in. Because if you're in control, there's no reason for the trust. Right. If you know how, if you can say, I know how to do this, do that, do this, do that. Then, of course, there's no fear in you running for office. Right. But in in running for office, <laughs> in running for office, that fear is there because 
in a sense, this, I, I, I'll go personal. I believe that that fear is there in a sense because you realize this is something that's bigger than you. Okay. And if it's bigger than well, you. And fear can be a good thing. Exactly. If yeah. it's bigger than you, that fear, that's what I was going to say, that fear can regulate and keep you cautious in how you portray or walk that thing out. Yeah. You know. And by the way, I, you know, we keep saying running for office. We don't know if that's what I'm going down, but. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I wish I was recorded. Well, this is recorded. I need to have a clip of this whole conversation sent to me so I can have a playback moment on occasion <laughs> in the areas of trust, in the areas of fear, fear, yeah, mm-hmm, in the areas of bigger than oneself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I just. I just need to be able to slide it on the table and push play <laughs> on occasion. Why? Because you have, do you struggle with that? I do. However, comma, that is not my reasoning oh. for wanting it. There's another person in the room with me that I just want to be able to push play. Oh. There's somebody else in this room? Yeah, there's somebody else Believe it or not, Stefan and I are a lot alike in a lot of ways. I'm seeing. I'm <laughs> After all of this time, I am discovering some, some very interesting similarities. That's it's one of the reasons we well. stay so linked. Yeah. We've stayed linked over the course of a long period of time because of a lot of those similarities. Yeah, so all the things that and even some of the shared beliefs you know how to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to push you on out into the waters. Okay. So <laughs> now that Joy is no longer part of Moment of Clarity, okay, <laughs> push you on out in the waters. I'm just saying, it got to be something he don't know how to do. Listen, so okay, so let me ask you this, mm-hmm. and and it goes back to the question I asked before: What if you're not good enough? Then what? Hmm. What if you get to the place and you recognize, you know what, I'm not good enough for this. Then what? Well, that's the thing. Then it would be quit, maybe. No. Yes. That's. I mean, that's how I think. Okay. It's, if I'm not good enough, then I shouldn't do it. Okay. So what's wrong with that? Why does that make you afraid to find out I'm not good enough? I shouldn't do this. Um. Because. Well, I mean, some of that goes back to financial security and stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the, the you know, if you, what are you doing then? You still have to pay the bills. You still right. have to. We're back to Maslow's hierarchy. We've got to cover the base first. Right. And then we can start talking about being voices of reasons once the light bill's paid. Exactly. Right. And that, and that's something I really struggle with because, okay, say I decide to quit my job and go somewhere else. I don't really have the financial backing for very long to do that without needing money, basically. So I'm going to say something that's probably going to derail this whole conversation. But I am so glad that I am from an era of time that they were not as um, prominent in conversation around making sure all of your ducks are in a row because in that space of, I don't always know where my next dollar is yeah. going to come from. Um, but they continue to do things, even mm-hmm. not knowing where that next dollar is going to come from. So, and I don't know if that's a time period thing. I think that kind of depends on the individual sometimes. Uh, I know people like that now. You know, that are like that. Yeah, but there's a lot less of them than there was before. Right. It's it's just, if there's any encouragement that I can give you in this space, 
is we were talking about trust and the trust level for others is one thing, but the trust level in God is a totally different thing. Yeah. So in that space of trusting God is back into the places of my God shall supply all my needs. Mm-hmm. And my needs is that basic level. It's not the, what I want It's not the things that I think I want. It's not the things that I enjoy. It's not a particular lifestyle, but if I trust that I am walking something out that he has given me, um, a reason or a necessity to walk out, walk out in this life, do then my lights are going to get paid or I'm yeah. going to be able to be someplace that has lights. Yeah. Now where you say that in, last part again, my lights are going to get paid or, or I'll be able to be someplace that has lights. So we sometimes get hemmed up on how God is providing the need because it's not the way we want him to. Yeah. That's a good point. So, and, and I, you know, it's like some of this, I know, yeah, but it's got to go from my head to my heart. Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. And that's not. It's easier said than done. That is that is true. Very 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 true. And I swear I say I always say all the time I can't swim, but I really believe I can because they put me on a high board and threw me in the middle of the water, and I didn't know how to swim, but I somehow I managed not to drown. Yeah. So sometimes it's just in that space of and you know I'm not one of those big proponents of jump off the cliff and build a plane as you go. Mm-hmm. That's not nah, dog. that is not me. I'm not gonna tell. People. I jumped out of plenty of good planes, but I'm not gonna tell people just go do it. Have some um, plan, kind mm-hmm. of, sorta, but in that place of getting so, from head to heart. So I just want to say I'm not sure I like where this show is going because it started with um, why am I where I'm at, and it somehow lead to it has led to. Um, it's gone away from that and that maybe I shouldn't be where I'm at. No, no, no. It's maximized where you are for all of the other things. Is it though? Is that really where the show has gone? It, it, <laughs> it is because in all of those other spaces, having maximized this moment and having maximized where you are, your voice is known. Your name is known. People identify with you. It It'll really? make it a little bit easier road for other places. If other places become a part of your life. Yeah. That's a good point. So definitely God does things in building blocks. Yeah. So maximize this. People know who Pastor Mike is. And then when Pastor Mike announces something that he may or may not announce at some point in time in life, they'll already know who you are. Yeah. That's a big thing. that That's a thing that I'm a big proponent of. I get in trouble because I tell people pick one thing, but it's not really <laughs> me telling them to pick one thing. It's me trying to say that. You're, right. You have you have seven things you want to do. Find one, maximize that one thing, and make this a process of okay. I've got this thing maximized, and how then can I use that maximization to incorporate it? To, how then can I use that maximization to help develop the other things? Right. And mm-hmm. now the notoriety, or the influence, or the money, or the resources, or the whatever that I have from that thing. I can now use that to help develop this thing. Yeah. And I listen. I'm not trying to have point, those things first. But three fingers pointed back yeah, at me. Three yeah. fingers pointed back at me because there's so many resources in this on this floor that I don't use yeah. on a regular basis. I walked into 409 this morning, going, "Man, yeah, we've been I just need about to sit forever. down and turn on the camera and go." Yeah. We just need to sit down and turn on the camera and go. Y'all should. 
<laughs> uh, I don't think he was looking at me there. Y'all should. <laughs> but there's so and there's so many of those p- places that we overlook in our lives. Yeah. And we need to utilize them. And and here's something that I've learned from a very close person to my heart here recently. It's not just the places, it's also the people. So we focus so much on using the places that we forget to use the people. That's good. And God has sent people our way to be a resource, mm-hmm. to be somebody that we can go to and ask, hey, I know you do da 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 da. Can you help me? Or do you know how to tell me to best help myself? Or is there somebody else that you know that you might not be able to help me? You might not have the time, but this person can possibly help me. And how can I get in touch with them? And so on and so forth, so that I can get to the place that I want to get to. To that destination. Why are you here, Pastor Mike? Why am I here? Mm -hmm. To use the resources I have available to me to um um what he's what he said said much better than I was gonna say to uh use those resources for my for a future of being a man of influence, I guess. Like that sounds good. Answer. Yeah, that sounds like a good answer. Yeah. It's a little if, vague, but. <laughs> if, if if I'm in your space, which I have been, yeah. part of me probably is right now if I take a Different area, break. yeah. But. <laughs> he saw that. <laughs> what? Utilizing the resources that are at my, not even disposal, but at my availability whether they are technical resources, whether they are uh, structural resources, whether they are financial resources, whether they are human resources, whether they, whatever they are, utilizing those resources to not only fulfill my purpose, but also my bank account. Mm-hmm. And the, the growth is discovering how to do that. That's where the process is, discovering how to be that person of influence, discovering how to be that leader, discovering how to provide that service, discovering how to create that product, discovering how to to maximize your space. That's where the journey is. But we first have to put our sights on the destination, which inevitably becomes maximizing that space. Determining the space and then maximizing the space. Well, and that's, that's the question I've had since the beginning is you talked about determining the space. Is this the place to be to maximize my space here's, to do those things? Here's the thing, though. It's about you maximizing the space, not you waiting for them to allow you to maximize the space. Right. In this building, have you gotten everything out of this building you can get? Right. And that means with all the people you know and half the people you don't that walk around here every day that do all of the different things they do, whether it's sales, promotions, marketing, right. on air, programming, technical, uh, engineering, have you utilized everything in this space that you possibly can to get the most out of this space, not only for your yeah. own personal benefit, but for the purpose that God has put in you and the calling that he has put upon you? If you have not, it might be why you're still here. Okay. That's a great, that's a great point. Oh, I'm about to use it. 
Oh, I was about to cuss. Lord Jesus. <laughs> That's why we love you, Joy. That's why you're on the show. Just so you know, market calendar, I'm about to use the crap out of y'all. Because y'all are resources that I have not maximized yet. And How some of these young turned ladies into her using us. Some of these young ladies need to hear some things, and I'm gonna maximize the utilization of some spaces that y'all can have access to that I don't have access to, but because I know y'all and y'all are in my phone that I have gone through and deleted a lot of people out <laughs> of. Well, and this is another this is a maybe a whole nother show. We need to do a sh- we need to do a show sometime on finding rest time as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> we never done a show like the Sabbath. Plan That's your what the play. The Absolutely, Sabbath, yeah. We can do that easy. Plan <laughs> your play. Yeah, so I'm all so- about finding rest Man. and finding playtime and find. Listen, plan I'm, your play. That's but that was back when we were talking about being intentional and planning and strategizing and all that kind of stuff. Because we can plan. Listen, we going This is what we gonna do in 2019. All right, Joy. This is what we're going to do in 2019. I've learned say to okay. be careful with saying my yeses. I just don't throw out yeses when you ask questions, Stefan Gillum. No, this sir, I don't. This is what we're going to do in 2019. We're going to plan our action. We're going to plan our rest. We're going to plan our play. We're going to plan our romance. We're going to plan our thought time. We're going to plan our meditation. We're going to plan and strategize through the leading of the Holy Spirit the aspects of our life that are going to lead us to maximizing every space that we're in so that we can bring about the best benefit for the kingdom of God and for our personal Come on, T.D. Jackson, where was that taken from? I'm just saying, he did that at the end, Mike. He did. (laughs) He did that at the end. Moment of clarity, Stefan G. We'll catch y'all next week.